If you can hear me kindly, send thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you can hear me kindly, send thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. As see people of God, God bless you, man of God. God bless you, Puma. God bless you, Clement. God bless you, Anama. God bless you, Direct. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Libra Kindly give thanks to God. Kindly give thanks to God. Wherever you are, give thanks to God. As you are sharing this program, as you are sharing this program, as you are sharing this program, Kindly share for someone to join. Kindly share on someone's DMs. Kindly share on your status. Kindly share for kind of evangelism, little kind of outreach you are also doing for someone. In fact, you should be doing something. You should be doing something for the Lord. And, and if today you've not been able to tell someone that Jesus loves you or, or whatever, kindly share this program as a source of evangelism or as a source of work done today. Kindly share, kindly share, kindly share. Kindly share for your friends to join. You see, there is that friend in your in your or, or on your whatsapp list who actually doesn't go to church there is that friend on your whatsapp list who doesn't like prayers those are the people you should share for them to join for them to partake some of them are in need of god some of them are in need of god kindly share for them kindly share for them it is a source of evangelism that you are doing Give glory to God, give glory to God, give glory to God as we begin the fourth day of this program, fourth day of the word and prophetic revival, word, prayer and prophetic revival. Uh, give glory to God. Give glory to God. Total dominions and dominance for the Lord. Give glory to God for the fourth, fourth day. I know you have been blessed. You have been blessed. God is blessing us. God is taking us into a higher realm. A higher realm. A realm which you've never been before. That is the realm God is taking us. Kindly give glory to God. Wherever you are, give glory to God. Give glory to God. If you can speak in tongues, let it be in, in the spirit, a language of the spirit. 
as we give glory to Jesus, as we give glory to Jesus Christ. Speaking tongues, speaking the language of the Spirit, speaking the language of the Spirit, and praise Jesus, praise Jesus, praise Jesus, wherever you are connected, praise Jesus. Man Connect yourself, connect yourself. Brada bara badusheke, libra da bagaduske telebrandian tolobo, libra da bagaduskete. Connect yourself, connect yourself. Kapari no se verebe, libra da vaduske brandian toloboskete, li karabada bara bada bada ba, li kadabari no se brandian telebelebe. We have few minutes for the man of God to begin. Connect yourself. Speaking the language of the Spirit. Speaking the language of the Spirit. Le prakatu seke, le manu seke telebrende gabada bado seke, mela do seke veranda gabada badaba, le katolobo sevrende antolobo skete, le katolobo sevrende gabaraba, le katolibranda veranda gabadaba. Speaking the language of the Spirit and bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of the Jesus. He is worthy to receive our praise. He is worthy. He is worthy. Jesus, you are worthy. We give you glory. We praise you. 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 He's worthy, he is worthy to receive praise, he is worthy to receive praise. Give glory to God, speaking the language of the Spirit, as you connect yourself, as you connect yourself. Li para bagadala da zi da da bagu sekete. 
Le prada pakapara badaba le tali prandi kabranda kabadu seke le prandi bara bakapala ba in kala brandu ske tere brande ke berebe le pranda bara 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 ba le katolobos ke tere brande kabrando ske te le katolobos ibranda bara bada le kabranda bara bada ba. Is worthy to receive praise. Is worthy to receive praise. Is worthy to receive praise. Salaga vada brande kata lika pushe televeleve. If you are on, kindly share. Kindly share. If you just came, kindly share. Invite someone. Invite someone. That friend on your that friend on your on your contacts who has not been going to church. That friend who. Who needs praise? That friend who needs the word of God. It is a source of evangelism. You are going. Kindly share for someone to join. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Based on the theme of the program, you know. I want us to pray uh, one prayer topic before we call up the man of God to take us through. I want us to pray one prayer topic. We are praying that in the name of Jesus, may our Father let our, our, our life glorify Him. May our life glorify the Lord. May our life glorify the lord may people see our life and give glory to god may people see the beauty of our lives and give glory to god in the name of jesus christ that is your prayer before the man of god comes may people see our lives may people see the beauty of our lives and give glory to jesus christ and give glory to jesus christ May people see our life and say, ah, because of this lady, because of this woman, I will go to church. Because of this woman, I will go to church. May your life bring people to church. You know, there are some friends, if it is not your wedding, they will never enter church. There are some friends, if it, if it is not your outdooring or something, maybe dedication or whatever, they will never enter church. So let your wedding bring them to church. Let your let the beauty of your life may they give glory to God and may they praise God and may they see the beauty of the Lord. Somebody wherever you are, pray this prayer, pray this prayer, pray this prayer. May the beauty of your life draw people to church. May it draw people to God. May it bring people to God. May somebody see you and say, Ah, because of this guy, because of this lady, I am going to church. Because of this gentleman, ah, ah, because of this gentleman, I have seen he serve a God. The life of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the life of Daniel, the life of Joseph, made people glorified our Lord. The life of Abraham, the life of Jacob, made people glorified our Lord. Ah, may your life glorify Jesus.
Jesus. May your life let people draw to Jesus. May the beauty of your life, may your testimony, may your testimony, the beauty of your testimony draw people to church. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus Christ. That is what I am praying for. That is what I am praying for you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Paligadora bagin talegedele vrendianto. Le pradoske vrendianto loboske telebelebe. May the beauty of your life draw people to church. Draw people to the ministry. Draw people to the ministry in the name of Jesus. It will be an error for you even to tell someone that Jesus loves you and the and that person will say, ah, but that Jesus, has he beautified your life? That Jesus, what has he done for you? Ali kato zekete. It is an error. Ah, ah. It, it is beautiful for you to tell someone that Jesus loves you and they will hear the word with gladness and they will follow you to church. They will follow you to church. It is time for you to get your own cars and go and pick people. Go and pick people to church. Go and pick people to church. It is time for you to get that money to, to support people, to support people in a ministry. In the name of Jesus, may your life glorify Jesus Christ. God bless you. God bless you for joining tonight. It is another session. It is the fourth day of the program. And, and I believe you've been blessed throughout the week. The man of God is ready here to bless us. In the name of Jesus Christ, sir. I want you to type in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. To welcome the man of God. Pastor Charles, as he comes, sir. Type in the name of Jesus. To welcome the man of God as he comes. In the name of Jesus Christ, sir. In the name of Jesus Christ, sir. In the name of Jesus Christ, sir. The authority of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, sir. He says, whatever we ask in his name, all things were made for him and by him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Man of God, Pastor Charles, thank you. Thank you throughout the week. You've been blessed through your words. God bless you. You are welcome to minister to us once again. Let's pray. Father, we, <clears throat> we thank you. Uh, we bless you for another opportunity. Bless us through the power of your word. By your word, may we be carried into places where we've never been to. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you for coming tonight. It's a day four, and it's been powerful. Um, I hope that. <clears throat> You've not missed anything throughout this week. 
and if for some reason you've missed something try and go and listen get the messages from Monday and listen to them and it will bless you greatly right so the day four want you move on but let me say something before we get on to what the Lord has for us today see why we say certain things and why we preach certain things concerning the spirit is it because we hate the physical or the flesh <laughs> do we hate the flesh are we against physical things well of course not we do not hate the flesh we are just conscious of the best way to live life in the flesh and the best way to live life in the flesh is by living a spirit life that is why spirit life Spirit life is necessary because it is the best way to live life in the flesh, in this physical world. So we are talking about how that to live a triumphant life in the flesh, you cannot do so without victory in the spirit. The quality of your life you will have here in the physical realm is directly proportional to your life in the spirit. This is why we emphasize on the spirit life. Because whatever life you are having now, enjoying now, is as a result of your spiritual life. And of course, there are some of us, we don't have any existing spiritual life at all. And so we are just feeding on the crumbs that fall from people who live in the realms of the spirit. So we are affected by their details, <clears throat> their decisions, what they do. We end up having the effect of them. So that's why we talk about the life of the spirit. Any man who has a higher life in the flesh has his foundation in the spirit. Hallelujah. So I just thought it good to explain these things to you. That we do not attack things of the flesh. We are not against it. Not at all. We are just conscious that there is a better way to live life in the flesh. <clears throat> and that can only happen. That can only happen when we have life in the spirit. Amen. Right. Let's move on from where we ended last night oh i love you jesus do you love jesus just some few minutes tell him how much you love him just lift up your voice and tell him how much you love him just worship the lord and love on him Blessed Jesus. 
glory to Jesus. Wow. You can type, I love you, Jesus. You can type, I love you, Jesus. He's with us. He's so with us. Huh. Right. So, we said, faith is a substance. Faith is a substance. And faith is realized when there is a response of the human spirit to the word of God. This substance is realized when the response of the human spirit meets the word of God. This is what produces impossible realities in the realms of this earth, in the, in the earth realm. So, the realities and possibility in the earth realm. See, I'm saying if you are listening to me for the first time, if you are just joining us, you might want to get all the other messages to listen to. Otherwise, you will not know why I'm saying certain things and then you will, not, you will miss out on certain things. You probably will get confused. So, you can stay around, try to follow up, but then do well to get the previous messages to listen to. Right. So, when you want to produce possibility or turn impossible situations here in this atrium, then you would need what is called faith. And faith is the response of your spirit as a man to the word of God. Now, we have learned how that whenever we hear the word of God, it produces hope. But hope it's an expectation. So it doesn't have realities. It doesn't have substance. For faith gives you an expectation. It gives you a picture to imagine of a better days to come. But then it doesn't change the fact that it is just hope. It is just an expectation. It is just a waiting phase. To move into a phase of substance and materialization, you need what is called faith. And this happens when you miss the hope of, that has come from the word of God when you are able to mess it with faith and love and these things happen this faith this next level of faith happens based on the response of your spirit to the word of God so faith now is a force see we are getting deeper so we know we understand that faith is a response and it creates reality now these realities how is it that when your 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 spirit responds to the word of god it creates realities it means that faith is a force that pulls things from the unseen to the seen um force how do you say force in tree is it to me or something it is a force that pulls it it pulls literally drags things from the unseen realm and your man, any any one who because Bible say, did he any your man any one who any who was It's able to pull things from the unseen to the seen. It makes possible under the sun. Remember, we spoke also about that under the sun. It makes certain things possible under the sun, which would which was only possible possible above the sun. So the impossibilities under the sun. Are turned into possibility by faith, by this force. Now, quickly, let's go to Hebrews chapter eleven. 
Hebrews chapter 11, we take it from the verse 1 to the verse 3. Today, I'm going to move with um, a little bit of speed because I need, we need to cover a lot of things before tomorrow um, because we don't have Saturday and, 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 and Sunday too. So I want to push a lot of things. So I'll be moving with a lot of speed. So try and keep up. That's why you need to get the messages to listen to again and again. So watch this. It says, now faith is the, subst- the assurance. No, I want the, I want the, I want the, I want the King James. Very good. So it says now, but keep keep up, Clement. Don't don't change your verse. Maybe um, subsequent scriptures I will quote. I will need your verse. But right now, I want to stick with the King James. So Eric, God bless you for that. Now, faith is a substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. For it is, for by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand. Through faith, by this faith, by this force that we are talking about, says we understand. That the world was framed by the words of God. Now, when faith meets the word of God, so the words, the response to the word, the response of faith to the word is what created this reality of this world. Right? He says that so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Did you see? That's why I said that faith is a force. It pulls things from the unseen realm. To be to be to, to the seen world. So the desires of your heart, the things you look for, they exist in a state of unseen. It's not real. You cannot touch it. Right now, you are not. You don't have the ability to hold your baby. There is no husband to lean on. There is no job. There is no money. There is nothing. There is no promotion. It's not coming. It is something that is in hope, but for it to materialize, it says that there must be a response. To release a force called faith to pull these things from that realm into this realm that you can see them. So God, when He wanted to create the whole world, the Bible says that He 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 created things that are now seen from things that were not appearing. Hallelujah! I said by faith Abel offered up unto God. Now I want to even take only up to that scripture. So we understand now that when the word of God comes, it comes with hope. It produces, that's the first thing it produces in us. The first thing the word of God produces is hope. But then, it is up to you. The question is, what is your response to that hope? What is your response to that word? What is your response? Do you respond like Joseph or you respond like the others, Rebecca and Sarah? Now, I told you yesterday that I was going to go into scripture and show you certain characters and then we'll, we'll, we'll look at how they operated their lives. So you need to know that your response is based on a state, on the state of your spirituality. That is your heart. I call it the belief system. So we, st- we spoke about a system. A system. That is set up such that it responds to things as it comes. It responds. A long time ago, the Spirit of the Lord taught me that life has intelligence and the response to words. It has intelligence. There is a system God has set in place inside life and creation that it responds to certain words. That is why 
Jesus could speak to the stones and it responded. Could speak to, uh, uh, um, Moses could speak to the rock. Jesus could speak to a tree. Because there is a system that is built within it to respond to words. So there is a system, a state of your spiritual heart that responds to words. I call it the PU. That is the processing unit of your heart, of your spirit. That when you hear the word, what is the response that you give? What is the response? What, how does your processing unit function? <laughs> and this processor or this processing unit, this spiritual state of being, okay, we said it's built by hearing and by seeing. You build character by these two ways. The state of your PU or your processing unit will determine your response to life. So there are two things. So the man, the man said that, Lord, I believe. I wish I had time to go deeper into that, that, that scripture. In Mark chapter 9, verse 24. He said, Oh Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. Oh Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. They were not the same things he was talking about. One was talking about the state I want to, I want to, there, I have the ability to understand. I want to, I want to agree with you. Or I can agree with you with what you are saying. I have the ability to. There's a chance I, I want to cling on to the things you are saying. But there is something I am built in such a way that the communications of my processing unit within my spirit cannot respond to the word of God. It doesn't hold on to it in a certain way. So just take a moment right now and think about it. How do you respond to life? How is your response to life? When there's challenges, when the storms of life comes and decisions are to be made, what is your response? How do you respond to lack and want? To sickness and to weaknesses. How do you respond to what is your response? How do you respond to lack and want? When defeat and disappointment comes, when there's delay and stagnation, what is your response? Because so long as you are dwelling within this realm, we've spoken about that already, these things are there. They are common things that you are going to meet. What is your response? How are you built to respond? When you, you are faced with impossibilities, what is your response? Because you see, we have already established that these things are with men. And so long as we dwell with this, within this earth and within this space, we will have co these common occurrences. But then you have the choice to decide whether or not we will be affected by them. So the Bible says that even though we dwell in the flesh, yet do we not war in the flesh. Meaning, even though we, we are here, our business, our, our way of living, the dictate of our life, are not by these means. The weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. Oh, glory, hallelujah. So the word of God brings hope. And hope must meet a response of the spirit. To release faith. 
And faith release brings reality to things that you hope for. Without faith, your response will not please God. Your response, it will not please God. And it will, your response will be sin. The Bible says it is impossible to please God. For without faith, it is impossible. Your response will not yield results because it wouldn't please God. You may end up with an answer, but at what cost? Yeah, because when, when the word of God brings hope, sometimes eh, we want to do certain things to get our hands on that hope. And so I said it yesterday, some people even try to help God. We want to help God. I wonder how you have tried to help God in your days with him. Many Christians today, they try to help God. They feel the need to help God have his word fulfilled in their lives. Now, there's nothing wrong in trying and wanting to help God. But for what? And how? And why? Listen, you cannot force the word of God into reality by your own terms and conditions. You cannot. You will end up with a very regrettable extremities. You you end up now, let, let's, 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 let me show you something. Genesis chapter 39. Quickly, show that scripture. Genesis chapter 39, verse 9. Genesis 39, verse 9. Now, you see, this man, Joseph, he had a dream. The word of God had come to him. And hope was released for him. I've told you, the first thing the word of God brings is hope. So he had a dream. And in this dream, he's supposed to become a great person. He's supposed to become a ruler. He's supposed to become a mighty man. He's supposed to have a higher life. He's supposed to have a life that is impossible. Because you are coming from a line of... Um, 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 uh, uh, of a different background, from a different lineage, under slavery. It is not possible for a mere common, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, uh, subject to become royalty. Royalty runs in the bloodline. So his dream was an impossible dream. <laughs> but God had said this. God had showed him this. And has released hope. And so he speaks about it. He tells his father. He tells his brethren. He talks about this. Now, these things land him into trouble one after the other. But Joseph had an attitude, which I pray that God will release that grace as we speak about this. I'm praying for you right now, wherever you are, and you are listening to me. But there will be grace that will be released upon you. That will take you from deadly mistakes in the name of the Lord Jesus. Mistakes that will cost you more than you can pay for. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. So this man ends up as a servant, a slave in the house of Potiphar. Now, he is given everything in the house. The man has given him everything. He's in charge of everything. He's like a ruler now. So there's, there's glimpses. Oh, this thing, this word of God is almost coming to pass. 
Now, the silver lining of them all, some of us are take Today, I want to take my time to explain. That's why I'm, saying, I'm going to rush through because there's a lot to unpack and there's a lot to, a lot to share. Most times, we do not understand what was really the reality of the story of Joseph. It goes beyond just what we know. That, oh, Joseph was, had a really good self-control. He was tempted of, of, of this woman. And he was able to maintain his integrity. And he said, no, but there is more to it. Now, the first thing you should understand is that Potiphar, who was Joseph's, Joseph's master, was actually an eunuch. Potiphar was an eunuch. He was a captain of the king's, uh, I mean, uh, 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 guards. Now, in those days, you see, I have a whole, I, I could preach a whole year just on the uh, 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 Joseph story, Joseph and Potiphar story. <laughs> because there's so much to learn from it. And I have one message, but that message is meant for leaders and government officials and, uh, uh, I mean, MPs and ministers and presidents and stuff like that. This guy was was a, a captain of the of the king's guard. Now, in those days, you couldn't have certain high position in the king's office unless you were an eunuch. Now, to say somebody was an eunuch means that they don't have manhood; they cut off your manhood. They do a surgery and remove everything from there. So those people, they were loyal to death because they have no hair to take over them. So they will steal the, 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 the king's money. They will not steal from the government. They will not steal. They, they will not embezzle money. Why? Because you now, you don't even have what it takes to have, I mean, descendants. There's no life to enjoy. So you have no need of slave queens to take them to Dubai or wherever. <laughs> Because they have taken away that which will give you that thing. It's gone. So that brings the question. What was the purpose of Potiphar's wife? Because the guy couldn't perform whatever duty he was supposed to perform. Because he was an Enoch. And so in those days, when you study ancient history, you realize that these were trophy wives. They were wives given to you as a form of honoring you. Yeah. The wives were like trophies they give to you to, to, I mean, as a payment for you. You couldn't sleep with them. You didn't have what it takes to sleep with them. <laughs> and so we, they, in those days, they had that what was called unction. And see, Obi are not yet... Um, um, uh, an official in a very high position in relation with the king beyond you have uh, um, um, you, in your house you must have a lot of male servants male servants and part of their job was to satisfy your wife it was part of their job per the request of the queen or the, the woman who was married to um, um, these officials you know, these men were there to sleep with them. So to serve them, it is not only you say sleeping with them was part of it. I am speaking about mixing hope with faith. <laughs> and so in those days, they unction, they line up slaves, they look for the, the strongest of the males, the handsome. And I know a man in a cockotter. 
It is the official's wife. And the other said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are auctioning some cars, some artifacts somewhere. In those days, it were they were people. They lined them up, sexual comp uh, people that were appealing, and they would sleep with the the official's wives because. Potiphar's wife was just a trophy. A trophy wife. Couldn't satisfy the woman. Sexually. And so, the point I'm trying to make is that if Joseph had agreed, had decided to, I mean, agree to what the woman wanted, the request of the woman, there would have been no problem at all. Because other people, there were other servants in the house who were sleeping with the woman. Yeah. The husband is away. Everybody is away. Joseph could have slept with her at her choice without any complication of the law. By law, he could have gone scot free. That's what I'm saying. That if you are staying in hope for and you don't have, there's no a correct response from your spirit to what the word of God has said. You end up trying to prove the word of God in your life yourself or trying to help God so that you get to where you have to get to. So, so many of us, we've had a lot of, like, what you, you took a shortcut to, to be where you are. And it has its consequence. And that is why the woman said that Joseph was trying to rape. The, the charge was that Joseph was forcing his, himself on the woman. That's what the, the charge. That you are forcing yourself on me. Because if it was something that the, uh, uh, both of them had consented to, that would be no. But look at Joseph. Look at what he said. He is not greater in this house than I am. He's speaking of his master, Joseph. Verse 9. He's speaking of his master. Nor has he kept anything from me except you. For you are his wife. How then do I do this great evil and sin against God? And sin against who? God. And sin against who? God. Say, why do I then do this? Why do I then do this? Why do I then want to do this? And sin, not against the man, but God. Why? So these are, even though these are the laws of man, it's accepted. Adam Mekachua said, because you have, the, you are at liberty to do certain things, doesn't mean that you have to do them. Oh, baby, who can't interest us away? And to Joseph say, and you have a papa, 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 you have why should I do this? Glory to Jesus. Now give me the last three verse. Give me the last three verse. The last three verse. I think the verse 23, 24, so 21, 22, 23. Look at it. says, but the Lord was with Joseph. So after all these things, you know the story. I don't want to bore you with all these um, um, readings. Joseph the, the woman said that, oh, a person And so they captured him, put him inside jail. And then the question is, But this guy, he held on to, his response to the word of God was such strong 
that it doesn't matter. This is not the shortcut I need to get to the place God showed me. What God told me, I don't need this. I need to, all I need is to hold on to his word. And so look at the last verse. After he was thrown into jail, the Bible says, but God was with Joseph. I tell you, what is impossible with man, with God, the key is to be with him. He says, but God was still with Joseph. But God was with Joseph. Because he chose to be with the Lord by mixing hope with faith and operating in love. I told you these three things. If a man can walk by these things, you have a life that is effortless. Effortless life. Effortless life. He chose to be with the Lord. By holding on, to, by mixing hope with faith and operating in love. It was a yes, So it wasn't because Joseph didn't, uh, I mean, abstain from sleeping with Potiphar's wife because No, by law he is supposed. That, in fact, that is part of when you when you when you do a proper deeper study into it. One of the 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 the, the job description, uh, as a a servant, a male servant in the house of a government official in those days, was to fulfill the bedroom obligations of the man himself because he's an Enoch. It is part. It is part of the job description. <laughs> but I'm, I, I remember I said it. In your pursuit of trying to help God, what at what cost? At what cost are you willing? At what cost? And so you might end up. In the same position, you might end up in. Now, let me show you another scripture. Let's let's study another scripture. Genesis chapter twenty-five, verse nineteen. Now, this is a story about two covenants. Story about two covenants. Jacob and Esau. Go to Genesis chapter twenty-five. Now, let's read from the verse nineteen. All right, and. This is the history of the descendants of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Now, let's go. And Isaac was 40 years and old when he took Rebekah to be wife. So, Isaac's wife is Rebekah. And the, do- the daughter of what? Bethuel. The Amerian of Padam of Aram. The sister of Laban, the Amerian. And Isaac prayed much to the Lord for his wife, because because she was unable to bear children in other words she was barren so another story here is somebody who is barren and then the husband prayed for her and rebecca his wife became pregnant so this what I'm going to do now is, um, this story is an allegory. There is an, I'm going to do an, what is called an allegorical teaching. Meaning that the story has a message behind it. So, God, someone who is barren, all of a sudden, has hope. Hope in the sense that you have not become pregnant. So there is hope. Ha, oh, Jesus. You see, the word of God is so sweet. 
when the Spirit of God takes time to take you through scriptures and begin to open your eyes to see certain things, you have a whole lot more appreciation for the Word of God. Now, what happens after? The Bible says that, and there was a struggling within her. She was struggling within her. There was a conflict, an inner conflict. I'm telling you, I said it two or three days ago that when hope tarries for a long time, it brings frustration. It brings you, it throws you into a, a state of unrest. When is this going to happen? What is happening? Two of her children struggle within her, and she said, If it be so, that the Lord has heard our prayer, why am I like this? Why? I said it. That some of us, we ask this question, why? Again, why has it kept long? Why is this thing happening? Why is it that we are in the Lord? I'm in the Lord. But why? Why? So she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said to her, Oh, glory to God. I wish you give me the, uh, um, Eric, you give me the King James Version. From the verse 22. Okay, thank you, Lord Jesus. And the Lord said to her, Two nations are within thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one shall be stronger than the other, and the elder shall serve the younger. So the word of God comes. These, these are the directives. This is the direction. But what happens? But you see, let me let me allow me to digress. Go back to Genesis chapter 16. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. We'll come back to the Rebecca story, but I want to show you something. Quickly, Genesis chapter 16, verse 12. Now, you'll find another story of Sarah and Abraham. The word of God comes to Sarah and, and Abraham. God is going to build a nation out of these two. I'm going to give you a son. And it brings hope. But then I'm a cast hope. hope if, if the moment the word of God comes and hope is come, the response, the response, the response is very important. The response. Because if the response is not correct, the chances that you are going to fall into obscurity and into, and into confusion is very high. So here, Sarah received the word of God, which brings hope. But she's not able to hold on to the hope. She's not able to quite mix the, with, the, the word with faith and operate in love. So look at what she did. Korinima 
when you read the story, you realize that Abraham was one day sitting, and then Sarah came and said that. You see, I know God said that we are going to, I mean, give birth and have a son. But time will come. I check. <laughs> I think God is, I mean, is quite forgetting that we are not getting any younger. So you know what? I have a plan. I have a way that we can have what God has said to come to pass. There is a way. I have a plan. I have figured it out. Listen to me, oh my husband. Take this woman, which is my servant, Hagar, and sleep with her. And you shall have a son. And we can have children by her. Abraham went and did. And lo and behold, they had a son. Sarah had, there is a miracle. Sarah had performed it for God. He had caused God's word to come to pass. God said they will have a son. And I'm pastor, they had a son. I'm telling you, if your response to the word of God doesn't release faith in the moment, then you are going to fall in a state where you will be doing things, having results, forcing results with men, not with God. So they had the son all right. But now she had created something she could not control. Sarah had created something she couldn't control. She had caused a miracle to happen. But at a cost. Because this man was somebody God said that he is going to be against others and others will be against him. In other words, he is going to become a terrorist. And now you see, Terrorism all around the world. Nations that are sponsoring terrorism are all descendants from Hagar. Sarah made it. Sarah was responsible for that. Why? Because in that moment, she did not have faith to mix with hope. The response to the word of God wasn't there. And she had created something. Look at the scripture. It says, he, and he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man. And every man's hand will be against him. This is the textbook definition for terrorism. A clear definition of terrorism. She had created something that has now become a problem. She couldn't control. And at a point, she told the husband, sack the woman away. Because now, she had had something she couldn't control. At what cost are you willing to try and help God? Because you fail to develop the necessary response to his word. At what cost? At what cost? So, the, when you read the Bible, it, it, that, that one was talking about two. The, Re, the Rebecca story that we are going back to is talking about two nations. This was talking about two covenants. So, God's covenant was with Abraham and Sarah, not Abraham and, uh, uh, and Hagar. But Sarah, in her state of, uh, 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 of not mixing well, hope with faith, 
she ended up creating another covenant of the flesh. So the Bible calls it, since this, this was a covenant of a bond woman, meaning the covenant of, in the flesh. There was one covenant of promise, a covenant of the spirit, that the word of God had come. So unlike Joseph, she couldn't hold on. There was no response. The response was not there. Oh, I pray for your, 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 your system, your spiritual system, your processing system. That it will have the necessary response. Response. A lot of us, we, we, we cannot generate the response. The response is not there. Have you ever worked with somebody? See, sometimes those of us who are married, it's, it's, if, if you are in a relationship or you are in a place with somebody whose response is not that strong, I mean, you struggle. You get to a place where they're, they're, they're struggling. Personally, I don't have that experience. But I have people who will come and they will talk. They will be talking to me, especially men of God. How that their wives and their partners are failing to to generate that necessary response. <laughs> and so it's like in life they take three steps forward and they take four steps backwards because the response is not there. So back to the story of Rebecca. She sought the Lord. Why? Am I says why is this thing happening? Why this conflict? And God said, There are two nations within you. And he gave them, said, One, the elder is going to be servant to the younger. And so they both knew the mother and the father. This is something that God had told them, they knew about it. But you see, when you dwell too much in the flesh. You have, this, you have to struggle and contend with the cares of the flesh, the issues and the challenges of the flesh. And so, you have the mother favoring one person, the father favoring another, both of them. And in an attempt, in the midst of all this chaos and confusion, Rebecca makes an attempt to help God. He wanted to help God. God said that it is the younger, it is, it is Jacob. Yet the father wants to bless Esau because Esau is a man who hunts and he brings home bush meat that the father likes. The father likes bush meat. He is stead within his soul. When you read the scripture, he said, Go and make savory meat such as I have, so that my soul may be stead. A spirit man, a man full of the spirit. I'm telling you, Isaac was one of the most, um, most I mean, Constant people who dwell in, in the presence of God, who worked with God. But in the moment where he decided to mingle with the flesh, don't forget, it is this same Isaac. When Jacob brought his sons to bless, Ephraim and Manasseh, tried to trick the man, yet the man knew, even though he was blind, he could knew that the right and the left had, there was a change. And so the man crossed his hands to bless them. He was so sharp in the things of God. Yet, in the state of the flesh, when he was in the flesh, he couldn't tell that Jacob was playing games with him. He couldn't identify that he was about to do something that he was going to regret. And so he ended up blessing Jacob. Just as God had planned. Now, if all of them had played their part and had gone, had mixed hope, the word of God, with faith, they would have operated in love. But the woman went this way. The man went this way. 
at the end of the day, it was a very huge cost that cost the whole family. Now, there's enmity between husband and wife. There's enmity between son and mother. There's enmity between mother and son. The son he loved so much, Jacob, he was never to see him again until she died. She was never to see him again. Never to see him again. At what cost are you willing to hold on to hope? At what cost? Never to see them again. Never. Lost forever. Because we try to help God. We are unable to develop. See, the system. Tonight, I pray for you with all my heart. Like the man cried out and said, So fix the system. Fix it for me. I want to carry this thing. I want to believe. But there is a, but, but I do not have the right system to help me process your word to release faith, to believe. That's how come so many of us in our families. Because we couldn't develop the right response. We went to certain places to make certain inquiries, to visit certain shrines, to seek for certain help. We could not work with God. We couldn't work with God. We lacked the strength to hold on to His word. The right response. The whole family was destroyed. Rebecca died never to see the son again. There was problem. The whole house was problem. Why? Lack of response. Lack of response. The right response. Tonight we are going to pray. There are deadly mistakes. <clears throat> when you fail to develop the right response, you end up in deadly errors and mistakes. Deadly errors and mistakes. We want to pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. In your state, in your moment where you failed to generate the necessary response to the word of God. That had caused you certain deadly mistakes that is affecting both your life and the life of people around you. 
for some of us it is the mistakes of certain individuals in our lives could be your mother could be your father in their mom in the moment where they were supposed to mix hope with faith they couldn't their response was weak and so they ended up giving other responses and has brought the whole family on their knees by tonight grace is released for mercy grace is released for liberation grace is released for a new turnaround a change of story lift up your voice now and begin to pray intercede on your behalf and in the behalf of your family mistakes that are affecting our lives because in the moment where we're supposed to make the word of god with faith and operate in love we couldn't lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray there's grace release for mercy tonight in the name of the lord jesus somebody lift up your voice and pray right now lift up your voice and pray right now pray right now the lord have mercy the lord have mercy the lord have mercy have mercy in the name of the lord jesus have mercy on our families have mercy on our lives have mercy on us oh Lift up your voice and pray. If you are praying, you can share some fire emojis so that I know you are with me. Share some fire emojis as you pray. Pray right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Some of us, you see, this prayer is going to take you from certain errors. As you pray, I see God working on the state of your heart. On the state of your spirit. The way by which you process things in the name of the Lord Jesus. That you will have the right responses from today. The right responses. The right responses. The right responses. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says that by your words, by your actions, by your words, by your actions, you shall be condemned. And by your words, you shall be justified. Your response is very important. It's very important. Lift up your voice and pray right now. Lift up your voice and pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Wherever you are, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. That God have mercy. Let mercy that is full tonight be released for you. Be released for your family. Be released. Be released for your marriage. Be released for your education. Be released for your children. Be released now. In the name of Jesus. Be released in the name of Jesus. May we not end up in confusion. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. At any point in time, may we have the right response. At any point in our lives, may we generate the right response. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Lift up a voice and pray. Lift up a voice and pray. Father, have mercy. In the name of Jesus, the mercy of God become abundant for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Certain errors, certain mistakes that resulted from our faithlessness, may the Lord have mercy on us. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now we're going to pray this way. Look, look at something. I'm going to read something to you. Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mark chapter 9. Now. Now, I'm going to read from the verse 14. It says, And when he had come to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them. This is Jesus Christ. So, he, when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude that had come about him. And the scribes questioning with them. So, these are people that were questioning with the disciples. And straight away, all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed and running to him, saluted him. And he asked the scribes, what question ye with them? Again, what are you looking for with my disciples? What is it? What is happening here? So Jesus asked, he said, what is going on? And one of the multitude answered and said unto him, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which had a dumb spirit. He said, I have brought to thee my son. My son has a problem. I have brought my son who has a problem. And whosoever he, he taken him, he said, and uh, wheresoever he taketh him, he teared him, and he foamed. 
and he and he 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 gnashes with his teeth and pinned away. And I spoke to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. So my son has a problem. There's a spirit in him that caused him to misbehave. And I brought him to your disciples that they might drive the spirit away, and they could not. Verse 19. He, he answered him and he said, He answered him and he said, Oh, faithless generation. Jesus is speaking. He said, Faithless generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. Now, the man's report is that I brought my son who is possessed with demon to your disciples. That they should cast him out. And they couldn't cast him out. And Jesus is telling this man, together with everybody that is around, that they are faithless. And so what gets... Why? Why this conversation? Why this conversation is happening? And they brought verse 20, and they brought him to him. And when he saw him, straight away the spirit tell him. And he fell on the ground and wallowed fuming. Verse 21. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. So he was asking the man, So since when has your child been this? Since when has he been in this situation? Since when have you carried this impossible situation? And he said, From death. From bed, right from childbed. He says, oftentimes he is cast into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. This man carried his son, who is demon possessed, going around. He said, if by chance, he was running based on probability. So that's why I said there is a pot- there is a potential of you believing, but your system is not wired to believe always. There is a problem with your system, the state of your heart. There is a problem with it. The man had this issue. This man had this issue. Just look at the conversation. He took the the child to the disciples, that if by chance they could cast the demon out. So it's not like he knows that oh, as I'm going there, the demon is gone. That I be that there's no iota of doubt that remains in me that this thing is not possible. It is possible. There's no so there's no faith, so there's no reality, there's no manifestation because it is just probability. Oh, yeah, we are believing God to see. And look at the conversation he had with Jesus. He says, Oh, I thought that oh, so this man, based on the things he has seen and heard, probably has affected his belief system. That it's like, oh, it is by chance because oh sir. And see, if it is the child is five years or ten years or eleven years or twenty years, these things have happened for twenty years continuously. This man has seen the child, and I've heard this demon tormenting. And so he did, he doesn't have the right system to believe. It's no more there. It's shaky. And it did work actually. Yes, was it from incredible man? Yes, ah. But if thou canst do anything, there is somebody who has said about Jesus and is coming to Jesus. 
He probably has said so many wonderful things about Jesus. Remember, I just read to you, the Bible says when the people saw him, they were amazed. They were so amazed. And they rushed to him. And they saluted him, verse 15. They saluted him. They have heard stories of him. They've heard about him. How amazing this man is. He can change things around. Things that are impossible. If you are with him, it becomes possible. Yet, this man could not believe. His system. It's not. I don't know. I had a state. Oh. And today, we can say, Psalm 50, 55, verse 10. Or say, create in me a, a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Did you know what he was talking about? He wasn't referring to this heart of the flesh. No, that's not what he's talking about. He's talking about the system I'm talking to you about. The processing unit. So let a new one be formed in me. That I'll have the ability to have the right response. I'll have the right response. The right response. The man said, if you can do anything about it. Verse 23. Jesus said unto him, if thou cast believe. The problem is not what I can do. The problem is not what I am willing to do. The problem is not what is possible. The problem is if you can believe. All things are possible today that believe. Glory to Jesus. Oh, glory to Jesus. If that cast believe. And verse 24, we get to the, the man said, and straight away the man, the man cried out and said, with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. Help my sister. The man was crying after the prayer of, of David. Create within me. Renew a right spirit. That I will have, I will properly be oriented spiritually to have the right responses. Tonight, God is going to recreate certain spirit within us. Certain heart will be contrite and have the right response. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Lift up your voice and pray right now. The Lord, renew within me the right spirit for the right responses. The right spirit for the right response. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord, lift up your voice and pray right now. Lift up your voice. The right spirit for the right response. Oh, glory. Bam, 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 Rekos kadiyata la bahasa. Lelovaziki payata. Zefrendu zimikita pa. Iba ba 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 ba. Reza gebedi bo shada debe. Rozoma kulebedi yata. Imalusha patata yenokoska. Rete parada di bahasa. Ibarada di mazole kiyata. Ibalo zabata la diasa. Pray right now, pray right now. Mm-hmm. 
in the name of Jesus. You see, certain people and certain men of God who have great report. You read Hebrews, it talks about great men of faith. And you realize that it was their response, how they responded in the moment to the word of God. That when others are falling, when others are caving in, when others are compromising, they stood and their response is to choose the word of God. And that's how they are recorded as men of faith. I'm praying for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus That you shall have the right response in the right moment at the right time. Remember we said faith is in the now. Faith is now. Your response in the moment. Your response in the moment. May you have the right response in the name of the Lord Jesus. May your spirit be renewed. May the heart of your spirit Receive grace, ability now to respond effectively to the word of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Right now, receive this grace now. Receive this grace now. It is coming to you now. Receive it now. The grace to have the right responses in every moment in your life. Regardless of the storm, regardless of the challenge, regardless of what may seem to weigh you down, in the midst of all, may you have the right response. 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 Like the Shadrach, the Meshachs, and the Abednego. Like Daniel, that even in the face of death, of life-threatening storms, you have the right response. You have the right response. You have the right response. In the name of Jesus, may we not wander into confusion. In the name of the Lord Jesus, may our response to the word of God be stronger. And may by so, may faith be released to pull things from the unseen to the seen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Our faith will move mountains. Our faith will release for us the desires of our heart. Will cause us to see the things which are not yet seen to the eye. The things we hope for will materialize. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 
Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Somebody celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Give him glory. Worship him. Give him glory. Give him glory. Give him glory. Oh, blessed be your name, Lord. Koshabadi we bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Jesus. Glory. Makoshada badibaha. Marodibaha sayata. Ikola badihasa. In the name of Jesus. Well, God bless you. Thank you for joining tonight also. It's been a wonderful experience. This, we're ending the day four. Tomorrow, that's Friday, we are going to conclude with day five. And it will be powerful. I told you it's three things we have dealt with two. You finalize with love. Says you you have hope. You mix hope with with faith. That worked by love. Ha! Faith needs to work by love, and we are going to look at that. And we conclude. God bless you. God bless you for joining. And once again, I'm very impressed that. <clears throat> All of us have stick to the time and then I see more and more people still staying even past the 12 hour mark and it's a blessing. God bless you for doing that. Hallelujah. And please see, um, this is not a platform where we, um, we are constantly asking for money. Now, let me say this. If you belong to any platform, if you go to any platform or any, um, whatever, and then um, you are asked to give money as a seed, as an offering or whatever. It doesn't mean that what they are doing is wrong. The fact that I'm saying that we don't do this often doesn't make other people who do it all the time wrong. If anything at all, if you are we are not doing it properly. Right. So please, you have the details on your screen. I'm on my line. You can send a seed. It will be a blessing. Send a seed. See that offering, send your offering to this line. It's a momo line. You can send a, um, a momo to it and then God will bless you. So that is that for tonight. I leave it for software due to close us. Okay, so uh, thank you, man of God. God bless each and everyone for joining us. And the man of God has even already spoken a lot uh, about what I wanted to say. Uh, God bless you, uh, also for Collins, uh, and all the pastors, men of God who joined, um, also for Nkoma. God bless you, or oh, God bless you, man of God. God bless you, all personally. God bless whoever that joined. God bless you so much. We are meeting again tonight. Prepare yourself as you come. Prepare yourself to receive something from the Lord. I know you are going to be blessed. I pray for you tonight. You are blessed. And uh, as you go, may your life give glory to Jesus. May people see your life and come to Jesus. May, may people see your life and come to church. May your life let people enter church. May your testimonies let people enter church. 